It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, every day, every day, every day. We welcome you aboard to episode number 314 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. And away we go as we start to wrap up the week. uh, But because of the weird schedule and uh, how everything shakes out, uh, what we're going to do is have 314 and then we'll release 315 at some point over the weekend to get you ready for Monday. But we won't have our normal Sunday night into Monday edition just because by that point, Not much to talk about unless something big happens. Plus, I'll be heading uh, to Canton, Ohio for the weekend to visit my kids. Uh, So going to take a little time off uh, and reset on late Monday night into Tuesday morning. It'll actually be Tuesday morning uh, because the Redskins and the Chicago Bears play on Monday night football. As you know, Monday night has been kind of a house of horrors. Uh, for the Washington Redskins, has not been good uh, at all in any way, shape, or form. Uh, The numbers are absolutely atrocious. The last time they, of course, won uh, on Monday Night Football was in 2014. So they're trying to stretch, uh, they're trying to stop a a, a stretch of, I think it's like 2000, uh, let me see, um... They're 2-15 and 15 on Monday Night Football since 2008. They are winless on Monday Night Football since a game I was at and covering October 27, 2014, when Colt McCoy won in Dallas and the Redskins' defense, Jim Hazlitt, blitzing the snot out of Tony Romo. They eventually banged him up. Uh, the fandc.com, and I'm going to post it on at Locked Redskins, 
uh, they have a really good breakdown over the years of what has happened on Monday Night Football. Of course, last year they were 0-2, losing badly at New Orleans in Week 5, and then Week 13 losing not as badly, but still not good, uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, And again, it's just been... It's just been a mess. It's just been a mess. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the, the, you know, the look, the Redskins are n- not good in prime time because they haven't been a good football team, period. No matter what they're going to sell you, no matter what they're going to tell you, uh, that's the number one reason. The other part of it is, you know, you see seat maps and uh, not a lot of people in terms of you know, the, the regulars even, are going to this game. Nobody wants to be at FedEx Field until 1 a.m. on Monday night. You know, this game's not going to end until about 11.15 or so. Nobody wants to be there that late. Unless you have Tuesday off or you happen to regularly have Tuesday. Uh, and getting there, even if you have Tuesday off, is a nightmare because you're dealing with afternoon rush and you're dealing with stadium traffic along with whatever you're going to pay and spend, along with the horrible walks from the parking lot, and then you have to walk back to the parking lot a mile or three-quarters of a mile or whatever it is at 1 o'clock in the morning or or, uh, I should say 11.30 at night or whatever the situation might be. It's just a really, 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 really tough experience uh, for this team to have a primetime night game where they're 0-2, the home atmosphere is not going to be great, there's going to be plenty of Bears fans, not as many Bears fans as there are certainly Cowboys fans, that's understandable, Uh, but there's going to be plenty of Bears fans, and I think there's going to be plenty of empty seats too, uh, again, because of the sheer nature of the situation. Um, i got to be honest with you, I wouldn't go either. You know, if I had the opportunity to go, I wouldn't want to go. I mean, who wants to who wants to deal with all that? I'm just telling you straight up. Here are the numbers. The Redskins are looking to snap a drought on Monday night football that has lasted 2,485 days. Their last win before that 2014 win over Romo and the Cowboys was week 13 of the 2012 season. That was a Robert Griffin, New York Giants, 17-16 win over Big Blue. Um, and, you know, again, they are in prime time since the 2002 divisional realignment. And this is according to uh, the FanDC.com. I think Ben Grimmel put this together. In the last 50 Redskins primetime games, they are 16 and 34. Yuck. 16 and 34. That's a 320 winning percentage in primetime since 2002. Yuck, yuck, yuck. That's even worse than I thought it was. All right, let's get to this. I want to spend a couple of minutes on this. Tony Wiley, the Redskins Senior Vice President of Communications. That name might not mean a whole lot to you. You might not even recognize that name, depending on how avidly you follow uh, the circus behind the Redskins. If you do follow the circus, I'm sure you've heard it. He's been regularly profiled, and not flatteringly, if that's a word, on Deadspin and uh, in in other social media circles. Um, Look, Tony Wiley is a guy who has served as senior vice president of communications and basically like 
trying to reshape the image of the Redskins. And Dan Snyder, since May of 2010. I mean, I first met Tony, you know, I think it was like late May of 2010. And that was Mike Shanahan's first year, Bruce Allen's first year. And everything was promised to be much, much, much better, right? This was the dawning of a new era. Tony came from uh, successful stints in Houston, Nashville, St. Louis. He was voted, like, best PR guy. And what Tony, I think, quickly found out was he had to pick his battles. He had to pick and choose wisely because if you – if you corrected and you confronted Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen on everything that you thought should be done, you were going to go down and you were going to go down in a heap of glory and not even glory. Um, So Tony had to pick and choose his battles. And, you know, there was a period of time where it was working and where he was trying to reshape his image. I remember very specifically in that summer of 2010, again, before they even started playing games, they had a media reception where Dan, Bruce, and Mike Shanahan uh, and all the media, the local media, got together at a restaurant in the Ashburn area, and we had a probably about a two, two-and-a-half-hour happy hour. It was great. We got to know them a little bit, got to chat with them a little bit, uh, different conversations, breaking out here, breaking out ever. It was great. I thought it was a genius idea. And then quickly thereafter, the day before training camp, Tony organized a luncheon with all of the new coaching staff for the media, all of the different assistants and all of that. And it was at that luncheon, quite honestly, that I met Sean McVay for the first time. He was 23 years old. He's now the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams who went to the Super Bowl last year. That's where I first met Sean McVay. A quick story there. I went to go talk to the defensive line coach, um, who was new. Uh, and the reason why I wanted to do that was because he was going to be coaching Albert Hainsworth. And this young, precocious, you know, barely with hair on his chest and face, young man stood up and introduced himself to me. And I had no idea who he was. And that's, again how I met Sean McVay, and we started chit-chatting while I was waiting for the defensive line coach to break free, Uh, and then, you know, got to know him, of course, over the years, covering him and his ascension, and, you know, we became friendly, and, uh, you know, I I, I love Sean. I hope to see him this weekend in the Cleveland area um, because the Rams and the Browns are playing in Cleveland on Sunday Night Football, so, um, you know, just some good memories there. So Tony, I think, did some good things. Uh, But ultimately, you know, certainly we had our clashes and certainly we had our our fun moments. And I traveled with Tony uh, for five years. uh, Yeah, five years. Uh, Minnesota in 2014 was (laughs) was an epic adventure. I got to tell that story one one time. Um, But Tony tried to do some things and a lot of things, but he was blocked on a lot of things. And when you work for the man, when you work for people like Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder, you're not allowed to just do whatever you want. And just say, this is what I think is the best thing to do, especially when it benefits the media and it doesn't necessarily benefit them tangibly. It doesn't make them money. It doesn't tangibly reward them. And they often can't see through the hedges, if you will, um, about the benefit 
and why things are positive and why things are good. Uh, so Tony Wiley is leaving for the Special Olympics in early October. This story was first reported by 106.7 The Fan uh, and my buddy E.B. from the Sports Junkies. Uh, so congratulations to him. He broke it, and then it was quickly confirmed by Grant Paulson of 106.7 The Fan uh, and John Keim of ESPN and then the Washington Post as well. Uh, the Redskins haven't had any comment, apparently. They've known about this for a while. Uh, I just met with Tony like two weeks ago, so I don't know how long this has come together. Maybe it was together at that point. I'm not sure. But the bottom line is, um, good luck to Tony Wiley. I'm glad that he's, quite honestly, getting a break from that organization. Uh, it's a pressure cooker and then some. It's a really tough spot to be in, uh, and it grinds on you. It wears you out. It chews you up. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything that much more bad about it. It just... You know, I wish Tony was able to do some of the things that he wanted to do. He wasn't perfect. He didn't do everything right. There were times where he had a bad temper. There were times where he yelled at reporters and all that stuff. I mean, nobody does everything right. It, it, again, I haven't. He hasn't. Everybody knows that. The Redskins haven't. The bottom line is, is I wish Tony all the best. And Special Olympics is very important to me. Uh, my son, as you might know, has Down syndrome. Uh, so, you know, Special Olympics is something that's near and dear to my heart. So look forward to working with Tony in that regard uh, as he transitions to that part of his career. All right. So congratulations to Tony for getting out of the Redskins uh, building, which, again, is a very, 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 very tough place to make a living. Uh, can't find a workout that keeps you engaged? Well, Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. That's OnePeloton.com. Use the promo code LOCKED to get started. Back in a flash, episode number 314 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll hear from Jay Gruden and Josh Norman before we get on out of here on LOR. Guys, it's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Who doesn't like to get paid when you get a W? Let's face it. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them and my bookie if they weren't the best. Simply do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always take the other side. So you have in-game wagering. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. The NFL season is, of course, the best time of the year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On to activate the offer. That's promo code Locked On, and visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
All right, everybody, we welcome you back. It is episode number 314 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, So what we're going to do here before we hear from Josh Norman on Thursday in the Redskins locker room, we want to take you to Jay Gruden's press conference on Thursday to get you updated on all the injuries. Jonathan Allen, Jordan Reed, Fabian Moreau, uh, Quentin Dunbar, and hear what the head coach had to say right here on LOR, episode number 314. I did not participate with Dunbar knee. Allen, knee, Reed, concussion, McCoy, leg, Kinney, oh, McKenzie Casanova, uh, hip. Limited were Moses, knee, and Moreau, ankle. With uh, Jonathan was out there yesterday, now there today, did something, I don't know, setback or just didn't feel right this morning? No, no setback. He just uh, we thought it was better for him to stay in today, rest it, and uh, see how it is tomorrow. With Jordan, uh, he practiced last week, too, and... <laughs> no, but no, just is he yes. not? Is he not uh, like feeling right after going? This is all part of the process of recovering from this uh, uh, ordeal. So we're just taking it very slowly, make sure he goes through the right process uh, to make sure it's right before he goes back on the field. Is the day off for John Allen because you have a Monday night game? Would it be different if it, you were playing on Sunday? No, he had a significant injury now, so we're making sure he's. Uh, going to be okay before he starts individual drills and practice. We thought today another day of rest for him would be better suited for him than going out and practicing. What are your impressions of Chicago's offense? Your impressions what? of Chicago's offense? Well, they're versatile. You know, you go back to last year, they're very effective in what they did. Um, you know, they have some good playmakers on the outside, Allen Robinson, obviously, and then they have uh, Cordero, who's a very explosive guy. He can line him up in the backfield, jet sweeps. Obviously, Tariq Cohen's a heck of a player. The quarterback can move, run zone reads. I got Montgomery. He's a heck of a rookie from uh, Iowa State. and uh, Very solid football team. They can hit you a lot of different ways. That's why they're effective. Dunbar can't go since DRC's not there. Would it be Aaron Colvin? Could be, yeah. We're hoping Fabian uh, can get better and be a part of it as, as well. We're hoping. So on that front, trying to figure out inside, outside. Obviously, Jimmy's been practicing in the slot. Has played two games in the slot. That was originally where Fabian was slated. Who would slide outside? Fabian, most likely. And we'll would, see. But uh, Jimmy played outside as well last week. Right. Uh, when you guys drafted Fabian, I'm sure you kind of saw him probably more as an outside guy with his physical ability. How have you seen him grow over the past couple of years, and, and how ready are, you know, is he to, to be a starting caliber corner in this league? We think he's ready. He played a lot last year as a starter. Did a good job, man. We think he's a, a developing prospect and got a great skill set, man. He's run. He can run. He's physical. Uh, he's learning the defense. I think he's more comfortable uh, with the terminology and the adjustments that we have to make. Uh, but the most important thing is he can get in your face and he can run with you. And, uh, you know, it's hard to find that type of player. And he's got a lot of confidence. Just got to get his, you know, ankle healthy and hopefully it'll be ready Monday night. If not, it'll be ready the following week. With uh, Morgan's knee, he was limited, but any long-term concern that it could develop into something else or anything? No, no, no long-term, just limited today. Jay, when you start looking at that Chicago defense, what stands out the most to you? Uh, well, I think they're, they're total package. I think they can, uh, you know, their base defense is solid. They're big up, up, big up the middle. They got the speed on the outside. Obviously, their linebackers can really run. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, their safeties are, are pretty good as well. So, uh, just really, they don't really have a glaring weakness that you say, oh, let's go attack this. You know, you throw the ball down the field, but you have to have time, and they have great pass rushers. So, uh, you know, they held really Green Bay to one touchdown, and that was on a free play where Aaron just kind of threw it up for grabs because they know they had 12 guys on the field, and they just basically threw a Hail Mary to Graham, and he scored. That was the only touchdown they scored. And last week against Denver, they played pretty good defense as well. So, uh, we're going to go out and challenge them for sure and see how we do. 
Jerry, I think you said yesterday you want to see a couple of days of Noah Spence, kind of get a feel for him. I mean, after a couple of days, how do you feel about him? I mean, how's, how's he looked? And then well, we've put him out there on scout team a little bit, done some one-on-ones with him. He he's, uh, can rush the passer for sure. Now it's a matter of can we find a package for him if, if Cass can't go. So uh, find a package for him on third down possibly. Um, he does have skill as a pass rusher without a doubt. He was the first rounder, I believe, at Tampa, uh, or low second, for high, late first. And uh, he definitely has a skill set to rush the passer. Now it's a matter of, you know, can we get him in our first and second down at times? Can we teach him a role on special teams? Uh, just find a, find a good role for him where he can feel good about playing on Monday night. Would a chance for him playing Monday night only depend on Casanova, or would it? Pretty just... much, yeah, yeah. How how does that Bears defensive speed impact what you can, what you want to try and do Monday? I think we have to still try to do what we do, you know, without a doubt, you know. But there are things that'll our plan will be altered a little bit based on who they have up front and on the outside. But uh, still, we have some run concepts that we like or comfortable with, and we're gonna try to get by with him. How much more would you like to bring along Steve Sims? Uh, a little bit more, for sure. You know, he's an explosive guy. You know, the problem is you take Trey Quinn out, and Trey's playing very well in the slot as well. Is there any uh, optimism that Dunbar will practice this week? I don't know. That's up to the trainers, and that's up to Dunbar and the trainers. All right, so that is Jay Gruden, head coach of the Washington Redskins, updating the media. Again, remember the schedule a little bit different this week. The Redskins practicing uh, a little bit on Wednesday. They had a full practice on Thursday, Friday, and then, of course, Saturday, which is normally a walkthrough day and walkthrough travel, uh, kind of depending on where they're playing. Saturday will be a full practice day sometimes they practice at night to kind of get their body clock sometimes they kind of go, just go in the afternoon so we'll get another injury report on Saturday afternoon uh, and then of course a walkthrough on Sunday morning and then the game on Monday night so it's a very weird schedule and then of course next week will be even weird too because it'll be a short week you're dealing with all the injuries that you have and you're trying to get ready for a game in about five and a half days all right so that's Jay Gruden when we come back We'll wrap it up with Josh Norman talking to reporters about what's gone wrong with the defense and what the Bears look like. That's next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell, Locked on Redskins. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Not to go to work, not to go to the store because you forgot something, but ready to go to the bedroom. That's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, fellas. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, and you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. If you could benefit from a little extra function, fellas, and more confidence where it matters, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. If you visit bluechew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Get it now, guys. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes – 
It's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, so we're back here on episode number 314, and without any time to spare, we go to the Redskins locker room where reporters caught up with Josh Norman, who has certainly been in the crosshairs of many, including myself, but much longer than just the last two games, if I'm being honest with you. He talked about Mitch Trubisky, the Bears receivers, the Bears offensive scheme, what's gone wrong for the defense a little bit, uh, incorporating in new guys, and as well, getting everybody on the same page, meaning the defensive front and the back seven or the defensive line and the front and the linebackers along with the secondary and getting everybody in working order. Here's Josh Norman with reporters. What stands out about Chicago's offense? Um, they have a lot of personnel formations, um, a lot of personnel, really. Um, so it's just handling the ones that they put in the game plan um, for us to. So whatever that looks like, you just got to have a um, keen understanding of what they want to do in those personnel. Obviously, Trubisky has gotten a lot of criticism this year. What have you seen from him? Throw the ball. He's a capable guy. He can, he's mobile. He's very much a mobile quarterback. He's capable um, of making plays and extending plays with his legs, and we just got to be understanding of what that looks like for us. Um, try to contain such. They're a defense or an offense that moves a lot of pieces around. Yeah. Um, assuming that's to get to some more of their basic concepts. How hard is it to see through some of those disguises, and what kind of challenges does that present? Well, um, they have willing people that, you know, willing players that are really good at what they do. Um, they're crafty players, um, they're fast players, they got speed, and they also got quicks getting out of breaks and cuts, and they can set you up to with a lot of different um, formations when they do their different personnel. So you just got to be keen on what they like to do and understanding that and um, be aware of where I all times, be aware of where people are at on the field and um, try to do our best job to, to plaster receivers when, when we do see that um, Trubisky is being a more mobile quarterback and escaping the pocket. Has there been an extra effort to put pressure on the quarterback? Are there ways to scheme that up? Um, you know, I don't know. I think this is defense as a whole um, up front. Um, guys get going. You know, I, I don't know. You know, no much more to put on it than just guys getting going. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the back half, so you know we try as much as we can to um, hold up the guys um, on the outside edge um, to where the front can get there and it be you know a hand in hand thing with the front and the back seven. So. Um, yeah, man, they'll get clicking, and 
And when they do, everything is going to um, go back to being the way it should be. But until then, we'll just keep playing the ball and keep playing our games. When you have, you know, obviously, those expectations for this defense, yeah. when you have some new parts in there, what kind of growing pains come because of that? Well, um, the growing pains comes when the guys aren't as quite used to the guys playing beside them. The guys that do go in, we expect them to be out in 110% full max effort, whatever that is. Um, if it's a TE stunt, if it's one of those where you got to get up in the gap, in the C gap, and A gap, just go all hard, you know, go to the walls, and we'll, we'll have your back in the back seven. So that's us telling like how it works when we go hand-to-hand with us and friend. So um, I know we're missing Jonathan, and hopefully he can play for us this week. But if you don't, then the next man up. Well, getting Fabian back? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fabian back is big for us. It's always big to get the guys back that, you know, normally play in that position. That That's where you go back to what you were stating, you know, new guys. It's, it's kind of a little bit different when you have new guys back there because, you know, the communications and the stunts and the stuff you want to do, you can't quite do because they still learn the system. So when you have familiar faces that know the system, know the game, it's, it kind of makes it a lot more easier. I'm surprised have you been just with the tough start to the season for the defense as a whole. Well, I'll be lying if I say I wasn't. Um, I, I've been surprised. I didn't think, you know, um, it would have came and hit us like this. Yeah, we have some tough teams that we face, but it wasn't that much better than what we are. And the crazy thing is, you know, we give up one or two of these plays here and they turn into a, a, a big thing. And, and they turn into us losing the ball game. If you look at it, um, we just, yeah, it, those plays, man, you take them away, it's a different ball game. And when you look at that, you say you're that close to being um, a successful football club. But those little things is what make um, good team great teams. And we haven't got to that point yet, but we're working there. And um, once we do, um, I think everybody uh, will start to be at ease. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 314. As always, you can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, as well at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net for all your uh, Twitter and Instagram coverage of all NFL teams from all of your local podcast hosts and experts. And also, you can email me, russellmania 9 at gmail.com, russellmania09 at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to episode number 313 with my pal PJ Elliott and as well Case Keenum. Episode 312 was with Locked On Bears, little crossover Wednesday action, and so on and so forth. We post all the links uh, at Locked Redskins and uh, easy to find. Just download it, share it, uh, spread it with, you know, spread the good word so we can keep doing this and keep having fun. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Have a great weekend. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.